G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of the Who's a Goat podcast. I'm Jackie Rides. I'm Matty P. Let's get into it. Back-to-back hundreds in the same test match for Stephen Smith. Oh, Federer has made that look ridiculously easy. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sing like a bee. You cannot be serious! That ball was on the line! Fire in my Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Who's the Go podcast. Um, this is our second episode. How you been, mate? How you been recently? Yeah, I've been very good, mate. Uh, I've been watching a bit of the NRL recently, so it's been it's been good getting into that. Yeah, it's the good. return that a few days ago. Yeah. It's what about s- you? How have you been? Oh, dude, man, I've just been the same as you, man. It's good to see sport back on the screen, uh, back in the box, man. But, um, dude, I've actually got a fucking hoodie's actually covered in tree sap at the moment, man, because I've been. Fucking mean dad, bro, out the back, um, on the side of the house, so it's where, like, it's very, there's a lot of trees down there, and we're trying to build a new fence at the moment, mate, and, um, we've been just trying to chainsaw the fuck out of those trees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and, um... MP. Dude, these trees are fucking, they're like vines, man, they, like, intertwine each other, so they're, like, all along the fence line, right? And we're fucking trying to cut all them down, man, it's taking, it's, it's taking a few weeks now. And it's fucking doing our heads in, and um, we're just borrowing um, my uncle's chainsaw, and we've been hacking out those trees for ages, man. And dude, uh, you know our trailer? Have you seen our trailer? Yeah, I've, yeah. Dude, yeah. it's like full, to, like sticks and everything, and um, all around it, mate, is like massive. Like it looks like a haystack of just like branches. It's, like, it's fucking huge at the moment, man. We're going at it, but yeah, bro, uh, that's good. Been keeping you occupied during this time, eh? exactly, man. Exactly. I think that's what we all need—just a bit of a something to do outside uh, mobile phones, you know, because that's just takes yeah. up a lot of our time. Uh, I can be one of those ones that just being gets so connected to my phone. It's just the day's gone already. So you're always on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, that's funny, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bringing back the year ten days, eh? Yeah, exactly, mate. Um, but. Uh, I think we get stuck straight into it, and today we're going to be like I spoken uh, earlier, um, the return of the NRL, um, how round one's gone so far. Uh, we're also going to look at uh, the match that happened earlier this week uh, between uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Uh, we're also going to be checking in with uh, American football with uh, latest news in the NFL. Uh, we're going to be looking at how Dak Prescott has. Recently turned down a large uh, contract, would which would make him the easily the top three highest paid quarterbacks in the league. And we're also going to be going over the NBA latest updates of the return to play, and the AFL season predictions and fixture that has come out in the last week. So let's get into it. All right, to kick things off, uh, the NRL returned this Thursday. Yeah, um, Thursday night it was the Parramatta Eels versus the Brisbane Broncos. So the Param- Parramatta Eels actually got up 
34 to 6 in that game. Yeah, they smashed them. They actually they played some very good rugby league on Thursday. They're they're going to be a big contender this season, I reckon. Yeah, hot form, great start to the season, 3-0. Yeah. Uh their forward packs just dominated the Broncos. Like the Broncos could not complete a set of six at all. Like the defense by the Parramatta Eels was just sensational and Mitchell Moses at halfback just dominated them. And yeah, it was a very great uh, performance by the Eels. Yeah, uh, but the um, the spotlight game was on the Sydney Derby uh, uh, Friday night where the Roosters won 28-12. to Latrell Mitchell's return against the uh, his Roosters, old side, his yeah. old side. Yeah, I, I've, what I main takeaway from that game was the defense for the first half from both teams was superb. I, I couldn't fold it, man. And... Um, Low scoring first half. Yeah. Uh, it was good to say. I really enjoyed it. Like the f- for a first week back oh, after yeah. ten weeks, they they played um, significantly well. The first couple of games were magnificent. Yeah, this is a good sign, eh? Yeah. Um, to get back into it, uh, Tedesco had a blinder man. He had um, he played awesome once again. Probably the uh, the best in the yeah. comp at the moment. He proved again why he's the best fullback in the league and the reigning Dalian medalist. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, he proved. He, um, commentators are saying he was like a rubber ball out there, mate. He got straight back up once he got down. Oh yeah, um, he pretty much he took he took Latrell Mitchell to school. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Bought him a big lesson. Yeah, he had two two line breaks, uh, awesome tackle, oh, awesome tackle, awesome try, and um, yeah, he he's back to where he belongs, man. Looks like he never left. Um, what's your thoughts on Latrell Mitchell's game last night? Um. Uh, well, it looks like he settled more. He settled down a bit more. He showed a bit yeah. of improvement playing fullback. Yeah, I reckon he played a lot better than he did in his first two games. Yeah, um, that double pump past Cameron Murray for the uh, the thirty five minute try. Yeah, that the was short a, dummy. Yeah, magnificent. That, that was magnificent. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. At uh, one point, he ragdolled uh, um, Teddy. Uh, he just dumped him in the yeah. ground. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a bit of um, blood boiling there between the old uh, two former teammates, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he well, he definitely showed glimpses. Yeah, of what um, he can yeah, do. he definitely had a, he had a couple pluses there, but he still was out of position a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, he definitely had a lot of cons throughout that the game. little knockout. That little yeah. knock on actually was pretty poor. Yeah, but was on poor. his behalf, that was but, a simple mistake there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, he's not a natural fullback, so it's it's gonna take him a while to adapt to that role and to play some good footy for the bunnies. Yeah. Um, yeah, what you're saying is out of position, like especially that try at the end for Jake yeah. Friend. He just he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, it was like on the uh, defensive line on playing on Luke Cleary. Yeah, I don't know. What it, it was kind of just a bit it was a mishap. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a tough one because I reckon a new club is not a natural fullback. I I would really like to see him go back to the centres. Yeah, where, where he played his great footy for the yeah. Roosters. I think just it's just uh, the the bunnies are lacking a good fullback yeah. at the moment, and so that's where yeah. they're trying to fill that you know, gaping hole. But I would like to see Alex Johnson then uh, go back to fullback and then put Latrell in the centres. I reckon that can make the bunnies a pretty big contender this season. Yeah, but, did, uh, did he play fullback the whole game, Latrell, or did he? Yeah, he played a full eighty minutes. In, full eighty uh, fullback. Okay, because the first two games before the shutdown, he um. He got benched after like fifty-five minutes because his fitness just wasn't up to the standard. But he looked—he looked solid last night. But he's still got a long way to go. But hopefully, for the bunny's sake, he can find his best form soon yeah, yeah, and 100%. get back to that form that made him probably the best centre in the league. I tell you, who was um, extremely impressed by was the halfback for the Roosters, Carl Flanagan. Oh yeah, he, he was his intensity was through the roof. Been a lot of pressure on him. You yeah, know, replacing Cooper Cronk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a promising young fella, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, he's ha- he's had a lot of um, he's been 
he's had a lot of shit the first couple of games. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Like he's been get getting a lot of shit because he hasn't been performing the way they wanted they to. wanted him to. Yeah. But, you know, good on him. He's he's he had a nice crack last night. Scored a try. Yeah, he was. He wanted to get involved in everything. He just wanted to get involved in every run, man. I reckon. Yeah, he was just like eager to get out there. He's playing very aggressive. He's gonna, he's going to make a good partnership with Luke Keery in the halves. Yeah, definitely. Really yeah, looking so forward to it. I reckon overall, mate. Watching that game last night, it's good to see you back. And I was thoroughly yeah, in tuned by um, how that game went last night. It was one of the best I've seen. Yeah, in a while. Was... and the Roosters proved once again why they are the benchmark of the competition. Yeah, and the two-time 100%. reigning defending champions. Their their, de- their defense was um, impenetrable last night. And um, Josh Morris was just incredible, mate. How about at thirty-three years old of age? Still yeah. going strong, mate. He, like, saved him four times with incredible tackles. I know, yeah. It was insane. Yeah, it was unbelievable, mate. Thoroughly impressed with that game. The Storm and the Raiders tonight. Yeah. What's your uh, opinion on that game? Uh, qualifying rematch from last season. Uh, it's going to be a huge game. Two yeah. reformed clubs. Uh, Storm reigning minor premiers and the Raiders the runners-up from last season. I feel like Storm might overrun them, though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like at home, you know, the Storm 2-0, and I feel like they'll get the chocolates in the end. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, some really good games to the first round back yeah. since quarantine. Uh, Can't wait to see Cameron Munster for the Storm tonight. Yeah, same. Yeah, and um, and the goat Cameron Smith. And the <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, earlier this week, the match golf match for charity um, that uh, was played at Tiger's Home Course, the Medalist Golf Club in um, in Florida, uh, which um, contributed uh, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Good to see some old rivalries there. Yeah, it's good to see the ho- old heads of the sports going at it. Yeah, the goats, mate. Oh, yeah. Their respected sports. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome to see. It was great entertainment. Uh, I loved watching it. Uh, what I was astounded by was uh, Brady's hole in the seventh. I was um, I was shocked. And he was like, uh, Barkley was talking smack about him before. And he's like, I'll give you some more shots, Brady. Um, we'll give you some more shots, Tom. Give you... And then Brady hits it with the classic Brady. Uh, he holds it in, and then he goes, "Shut your mouth, Chuck." And it's was, it's funny watching Tom Brady play golf. <laughs> that, <laughs> He's not the best. That bloke needs to just stick to throwing. <laughs> stick, stick to being passes. a quarterback, mate, and just finish your career in style, mate. Don't play <laughs> golf and ruin your reputation, buddy. It's so... Oh, that's funny. <laughs> It's not the best, oh. is he? Yeah. Oh, he's not the best. He had a lot of duffers the other day. That was funny as fuck. But it's good to see him having a crack for charity. That's yeah. what we love. Yeah. It's great to see like the top echelon sportsmen going at it. They're competitive. They haven't lost their competitiveness. They want to win still, no matter what sport. They've got to get big LeBron James on the course next time. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was really impressed with um, by was uh, t- uh, Tiger's driving, man. He just he hit every fairway, I think. Except, I think he had one bad shot the whole round. And um, that's good. That's a good sign for Tiger. But what else? What else do we expect from the goat? Yeah, exactly. Um, Phil hit a really nice drive. Um, Brady hit like a fifteen footer um, for an eagle at one stage. Um, but uh, Payton Tiger ended up uh, taking the taking the win by one hole. I've actually got a question for you. Yeah. Um, how many majors do you reckon Phil Mickelson would have if Tiger wasn't around in his era? That's interesting. Yeah. Do you reckon he'd have at least ten? Yeah, I did. There was 10. no tiger. Yeah, at least ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's pretty stiff for him being in the era of tiger at the peak of his know, powers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, I, I'd say Phil would have around ten or more. Yeah, I wouldn't say he had. A, I'd, I'd say maybe. I wouldn't say more than twelve, though. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I'd say less than twelve. Because if he, if he was more dominant, he would have matched Tiger yeah, a lot more. Yeah, 
The yeah. tiger's just tiger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's on a different planet. That bloke. <laughs> yeah, it was good to see though. Um, it was good to see sport uh, back. American sport, in fact. Um, but yeah, it was great for charity. Great for the, um, yeah, it was awesome to see just all these like sporting stars going at it. Um, I've heard Phil wants to keep this um, as an annually thing, which is good to good to see. But um, yeah, they've, um, he's he's eager to get um, a match up with someone like Stephen Curry or MJ. Which would be good to see. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Probably the two best golfers from the NBA. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I've heard a lot yeah. of talk about Curry that he can play golf. Yeah, he's like, good. He's a good, he's a good gun, he's a gun golfer. And also Mahomes as well from the NFL, which I yeah. um, heard he's a good golfer as well. But um, I'd love to see MJ on live TV again. Once again, he would just be so competitive out there no matter what sport it is. 58 years old and still be playing like he's the king. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen like the kind of like teasing him, but like the comments in like major social media pages like... Yeah, um, he looked at me funny, so I took it personal. Yeah. <laughs> so I took it personal. Yeah, it's kind of a mockery out of him. That so. bloke is just a competitive beast. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But um, moving on now. So the NBA uh, recently announced that they are planning to restart the season on July 31st in Orlando, Disney World, Florida. Um, so what's your thoughts on that, Matty P? Uh, so I've been hearing that the NBA, uh, Adam Silver has pretty much... Uh, three major, uh, three main options in front of him. Uh, uh, first one is to bring all 30 teams back and play limited uh, regular season games before we head into the postseason. Uh, the second one is going straight into the postseason. And the last one is bring back the 22 teams with the 16 playoff teams and the extra six uh, roundabouts who are all... In the hunt. S- yeah, in the hunt. So yeah. within six games of a playoff spot, which is pretty... It's a good move, but I wouldn't... In my opinion, I wouldn't mind seeing just all 30 back and playing limited uh, reg season games just to give um, everyone a, a look at all the teams again and like give the people who are close within um, of a player spot um, to verse like a lower team like I don't know Cleveland or like New York to like for example because Dame's a bit enraged about by it all. Yeah, I was and, just about um, to say that. Yeah, um, he, uh, it makes sense. He's frustrated. He's probably after coming off like the. Jordan documentary he's probably got his competitive spirit through the roof right now and he wants to get into a play of a spot and um, how many games he's fallen out of a play of spot? I think they're like three three point five so they definitely got a good chance of making it and I think any teams who are only a few games behind definitely uh, want to play uh, but they'd be getting their full roster back together as well because Nurkic would be fit again mm-hmm. CJ's ready to go Dame like Whiteside getting those rebounds they'd be ready to go as well so I can, yeah. understand, I can understand where Dame is coming from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was in a heated uh, argument with uh, some, I think, Dan, someone, uh, over Twitter about how he's, like, uh, spoiled or some crap. But um, not at all I uh, understand. Relevant. Well, you look at LeBron last year. When the Lakers were out of the playoff picture, he just sat the last six or seven games because there's mm. no point playing those games if not in the hunt exactly. and risking yourself for the future. So. Yeah. I can understand where Dame's coming from. He's yeah. the head of that franchise, and he's going to do the best for the franchise and him for the future years. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, what what option do you reckon the NBA should? Because I say I say thirty teams back and playing uh, probably I don't know five ten extra reg season games. I like time. I like the twenty two. You like the twenty two? Because I just reckon you know what's the point of bringing back the Warriors and stuff? Like, is Steph really going to play? Like, mm-hmm. Clay's not going to play at all. And Cleveland, what's the point of bringing them back? Like. What's the point of putting them in risk and going into Orlando with all this coronavirus and then yeah, fair enough. just 
I don't think there's much point because they're not going to be playing much basketball, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think of the one to sixteen playoff new bracket? Would you prefer that, or would you would you still rather the conferences? Oh yeah, it's a good question. I haven't thought about that too much, but I I think the one the conferences is, it's historic. It's like the way it's always been. I feel like keeping it that way, East versus West until the um, until the finals is. But it'd, it'd be interesting just to test the waters to see what it'd be like. It was just. I reckon open, it's the year to do it. Open bracket. I, I, you never know. I'm like, I'm down for it, but I don't know if it should be should, if they should stick with it. Yeah. But I'd like to see I'd like to see um the Lakers and Clippers in the finals versus each other. Because I believe oh, yeah. I reckon they're the two best teams in it, and uh, just yeah. playing them in the Western Conference Finals, I think it's just the way. Right. So I'd, I'd love to see them in the in the finals against each other. LeBron versus Kawhi, who I reckon are the two best players in the league at the moment. Bro, imagine the viewership on that. That'd be huge. Mate, it'd be huge. The two LA teams in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I like can't, I can't, to give the Bucks are great. Can't fathom that, man. Like huge. To give the Bucks their credit, they are great, but. Are they a playoff team? Are they a team that's... Well, they are, but like... Yeah, they're a playoff team. They're not are they, are popular. They a, I know what you're trying to say, yeah. Are they a popular team? Are they a team yeah. that you think can win the championship? Well, I don't know. They, they are, but it's like... It's not a team you like think of the NBA. It catches your eye. Like, like you got Giannis, yeah. but who's... The second best player is Middleton. It's not, <laughs> not a star like the Lakers and Clippers have. Because, you know, with the Lakers, Anthony Davis is the second best player and Paul George is the second best player for the Clippers. But, yeah. To give Giannis his credit, though, the Bucks he's done well with that franchise. And oh, no to be doubt. in the hunt again, top of the East, beating everyone, blowing everyone out, it's a fucking hard thing to do, and they're doing a good job. So Only for him to go to the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would hate to see him go to the Warriors. Yeah, um, That will ruin Steph's legacy. Oh, he's already got three rings. He's, oh, I know he can't... Yeah, KD I know he took two of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, who's caught your eye over the um, this little break? Uh, um, well, James Harden has been looking really good, apparently. He's dropped 20 pounds. 20, nice. Yeah, 20 pounds. Could you imagine seeing a young James, a athletic young James Harden back? The Bring one that, that used to back, dunk, yeah. that flare? Yeah. Because at the moment, he's just, he's just standing <laughs> on the perimeter just shooting bombs. <laughs> kind of acting a bit fat. Yeah, he's looking like, a, he's looking like an FC. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah Hart, so the Rockets look like they're a chance if Harden's lost that amount ma- ma- yeah. of kilos. Yeah, Westbrook, the Westbrook way Westbrook looks fired up. Westbrook, the doggy is. Yeah, he's, he looks fired up from what I've seen. I've but... also I've also liked Jimmy Butler. Like, I've been watching a few of his stories recently. He's been working really hard. Yeah. I can see Miami doing some serious damage in the playoffs. Yeah, I can... Um, Jimmy Butler's tenacity on the court is just unbelievable. He's like MJ. He's got yeah, that exactly. mentality. Yeah. He's just not as good, of course. He's not as good, but... but um, he has a good, I reckon he has a t- the roster for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bam's a superstar. Yeah. I can... If, honestly, I don't know. It's kind of a hard one because we haven't seen this new Heat team perform in the playoffs, but that could potentially go very deep. I think they can go deep. I, I don't think they can win a championship yet. I still think they're one superstar away. Just say... Because there's been talk that they might trade for Embiid. If you get Embiid and Jimmy Butler in Miami with the pieces, some of the pieces they've got, yeah. that, that team would just be full of big mad dogs like that dominate yeah dude I, they haven't done a step wrong lately as of late yeah. they drafted well they've picked up Butler they're just they're looking oh, good they're a terrific organisation you know yeah. leadership with Pat Riley, Pat Riley and Eric yeah. Spolster the coach like they've got a, a great they've got great leadership at Miami yeah very good team yeah they are yeah it's a team to watch out for what about you who's been looking good for you oh dude hard to tell man um I'd say I honestly I reckon 
he hasn't. I haven't really. I don't talk about him too much. But Jar, I reckon Jar. He's the a rookie dark, of the year. Yeah, he dark, he's going to go the rookie of the year in my opinion. He's a dark yeah. horse in the comp. I see. Yes, I think he has because it's pretty much his team now, right? Yeah, it is. His yeah. Team, yeah. So I, it's in his control, man. It, it just reminds me of a young D Rose. Yeah, don't you reckon? Yeah, it's the floor's his, man. I, he can do whatever. I potentially see him down the line doing some terrific stuff, and um, yeah. he, 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 they're a team to watch out for. Um, this season, I don't know the I, playoffs might miss out, but yeah. well, they're eighth at the moment. I ho- that's why I want to see the one to sixteen. Yeah, because if they finish eighth, they'd be playing the Lakers, and I reckon they could give us a little shake. Yeah, I think the Lakers would win, but I reckon the. Grizzlies could steal a game yeah, or two exactly. if they yeah. played us in the playoffs. Yeah, I, they're they're my team. Like you never know what could, what could happen with them because they they're fired up this season. Oh. And to, no, no one thought they would do as well this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's credit to Jar. He's been magnificent. And he's yeah, a well deserving rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, Zion's a beast. Uh, yeah. but un- un- unfortunately he's just missed too many yeah. games in the if end. Zion um, played more it would have been a different story yeah cause... exactly but um, yeah I'd have to, uh, definitely rookie first team for Zion uh, he's played unbelievable for the games he has played he's averaging 20 plus uh, oh we've never seen it before haven't we yeah the well, Zion closest dominated. thing to the closest rookie year to Shaq it's yeah. unbelievable so far for Zion the big Z mate Big Z. <laughs> Might need to drop a few pounds, though, I reckon. Yeah, you've, you've been saying that he needs to drop a few, which, um, yeah, he probably does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's a, got, I'm glad we got a date, uh, targeted date from Adam Silver, which is awesome. But um, the countdown begins. Oh, I just can't wait to see basketball again, man. Yeah, I know. We'll be, we'll be doing some very hefty and um, in-depth reviews on uh, games when it comes yeah. when it returns. Uh, the but Lakers. I think we move on to some American football. All right, with the uh, off-season currently in progress, uh, we've got some big free agents on the on the list. Uh, one of them being Dak Prescott for the Cowboys. In recent news, he has turned down a, a five-year, $175 million contract extension How can we you turn that down i know i'm like <laughs> oh my dude that's that pr- pretty much brings him to like i, I don't know if it's the or what top five definitely top five um paid nfl players in the league what's which, his reasoning for it do you know uh i think he just um explore his options i think he wants to reset the market in a way because the contracts future contracts will obviously have inflation right so he wants to get there because there's gonna be a lengthy contract and um Jerry Jones and the Cowboys executives always want to have lengthy contracts and they want to keep their players around for, I think, five plus years. Yeah. So for them, only giving, offering them a five-year contract is a little conservative because they'd probably want them for about six or seven years, you know? Yeah, but you can always, like, after two years, re- exactly, renegotiate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, more on it. I think it's... I think he perceives it as how... Oh, not really like Pippin's in the last dance, but he just wants to reset the market... Because he knows there's going to be inflation, and um, in five years' time, all people will have high, been yeah. getting paid way more than him. But honestly, I can't. You can't turn that down. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, you, it, he's like he finished fourth in passing touchdowns and second in passing yards. Had a oh, all right um, completion rate, but um, you can't be turned down 175 yeah. mil. Like, Do you, oh, does yeah. he want to be playing for a flog club like the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Americans team? Yeah, America's team. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're the Collingwood of the NFL. Oh, that's that's common news around here, man. Yeah, everyone knows that man. The the rugged 
no one likes in team. That's what they <laughs> are. Um, but honestly, yeah, you can't be turning that down. And plus, by turning it down, it just limits um, salary space for other players to be re-signed. In a way, it kind of gives other players on the roster a bit of an influence to go um, elsewhere, which is not good for Dak and his Cowboys. Who finished... Just missed the playoffs. Yeah, and they? they finished behind the Eagles in the, in the end of set. The Skip NFC would not be happy about oh, that. Yeah, no way. Skip, Skip Bayless would... we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> biggest, biggest flog on American TV. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's um, controversially justified. Oh, he's way. a tosser. <laughs> LeBron, if LeBron scored 700 points and had 400 assists, he'd still think he played bad. That's yeah. how much of a flog he is. He's a very anti-LeBron. I think he's probably... Yeah, you have to give him the biggest LeBron hater on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's needs, a good, <laughs> needs a good smacky smacky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let's be honest. Shannon's no better. He's just like... Oh, Shannon's... He's, a, all, he's just all things LeBron, oh, right? <laughs> oh, but Shannon's the king. He's the king. <laughs> it's funny because you like LeBron. No, that's not... Because, Shannon's just the king, man. He's just got that swagger. <laughs> he's got that swagger about him, you know? He was cooking <laughs> bacon and eggs on his TV. So, oh, he's, he's the lad. He's the king. He's... It's a bit presumptuous, but... <laughs> Gotta love Shannon. Yeah, honestly, it's a good show. The Undisputed. Oh, I love it. Polar Opposites is great watch. Yeah. Great watch. Um, yeah, but yeah, going back to Dak. Um, didn't make playoffs last season. I can't be... He's got he's got potential, but honestly, not even like... Oh, Mahomes is getting that money. Even though he's, I think he's on your... The thing is, um, Dallas like put a thing in his deal where he can't negotiate with any other team. Yeah. He can't negotiate with the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they must see a bright future with him. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He's, probably, he's going to be their franchise but quarterback. It's not every day you get a hold of a good quarterback. Yeah. Like, not not yeah. taking anything away with Dak by saying he can he can't get more money. But he's he's a definitely, I don't know, probably top five quarterback easily. Um, but... Yeah. Um, also, in other NFL news... Um, we haven't spoken about this just, but what's your yeah? But what's your uh, opinion on Tom Brady going to Tampa? Oh yeah, um, that's an interesting move. Very, very out of the blue. Uh, surprised he didn't go to a bigger, a bigger market, a bigger market, a bit of, bigger landmark, just to say Los Angeles or something like going to the Chargers. But do you reckon he's done it to prove that? It- Bill Belichick wasn't the yeah, main guy. I do, yeah. Main reason they won all those yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah, why they didn't win a half half time Super Bowls. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon. I think he also he just wants. He's never moved clubs before. This is the first for him. Yeah. He just wants. I think try something new. Uh, they didn't have that. They, they did finish top seed in the um division, but honestly, you, you never know with Tommy though. He could yeah. make them a Super Bowl team. Yeah, without a doubt, and I think. I don't know. There's something like just something in the air about this man. Even going to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. I think with picking up Gronk coming back out of retirement, I think there's something about this. It's 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 very in the Super Bowls in Tampa, right? This season. Yeah. I just I feel like he was onto something about about this. I feel yeah, like. Could you imagine that on his legacy if yeah. he wins the Super Bowl in Tampa for the Tampa? Uh, for Tampa well, Bay? I don't know because this is like uncharted waters for. Sports. Yeah, like that story would be every huge man, nearly as big as LeBron winning a championship for Cleveland. And I think, I think as much of it um, elevates its legacy, it also equally diminishes Belichick's at the same time. Yeah. Which I, I, I bet Tom, that's not his just sole focus of doing no. dis- diminishing Belichick. Nah, they've had a great connection. Yeah, for yeah, he years. doesn't hold any prejudice against him. I think he just I think he just wants to solidify Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't know how to put that better, but. I think he's, he's the goat. He is the goat. Yeah, yeah, he's the, the greatest NFL player of all time. And I just think, 
at this point in his career, what more can he do? I feel yeah. like he just wanted... Well, he, he, he did accomplish everything he could at the Patriots. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I just think he just... Exactly. He had a good 20-year intention at the Patriots. Gave him everything he could. Yeah. Obviously, half a dozen Super Bowls. He yeah. can't do much better can't than that. Can't do much more. No, yeah. Fresh start for him and his family. Yeah. Just down. enjoy life in Tampa. Yeah, it's more... more a warmer place in exactly. Boston. Hmm. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Good on him. Get around him. Get yeah. around Tommy. <laughs> He's yeah. an athlete. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad to see... I'm ready to see where this goes. I... It's a tough division with uh, the Saints in it. With uh, first breeze twice a season, which is gonna be awesome entertainment for everyone at home. <laughs> yeah, no crowds. Yeah, forgot about that. We'll get the crowds back in. Yeah, um, yeah, but I'm hyped for this uh, NF- um, NFL season to resume. I'm also keen to see how Burrow goes with ba- the Bengals. Yeah. I obviously probably not expecting too much from Cincinnati, but. I just want to see how he handles the big man's league. Oh, it will also be interesting to see how Mahomes goes. Yeah, you know, backing up last year. All right, he's a good chance to back to back, yeah. to back this season. He's, uh, a, he's a young king, that boy. Yeah, a young king. Yeah, he's got a bright future ahead of him, which is um, good to see. But Lamar, you never know, could pull yeah. one. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a very. I, I must admit, I've never seen ahead. a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. He's un freaking believable, man. I he's probably one, probably the one of my favorite players in the NFL right now. Yeah. And um, I like him more than Mahomes. Uh, he's got that flair about him, man. He's just most ru- rushing yards last season. He's just something about this guy, man. He could, uh, he's, if he doesn't go back to back MVP, I'll be shocked. I'll be stunned. Yeah. Quarterbacks just the hardest spot on the roster. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to draft a good quarterback. You can't exactly. sign him because, exactly. as you've seen, Brady's leaving the Patriots at forty-two, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers has never left his team. So. Yeah, that um, I'm I'm. I'm eager to get back into the NFL season along with all the other leagues, man. Yeah. Um, it's still one on the list that we would love to see back yeah. up and running and just the way it used to be. <laughs> Dude, that was a nice rhyming there. That was a good rhythmic skills Ooh. there, man. <laughs> I'm getting into it. I'm getting into all it. All right, moving into um, a major topic of the podcast, uh, going into a bit of Aussie rules. Yeah, um, the, uh, the fixture rounds two to five got released on Monday, mate. What are your main takeaways from it? Um, well, my main takeaways from the draw of the AFL rounds two to five was I think that Hawthorne have the toughest draw from rounds two to five. So I think, you know, you've got Geelong at Cadinia Park. Mm-hmm. You've got Richmond the week after. Then you've got North at Marvel, which is still a hard game. North are a very tough yeah. team. Yeah. And then you've got the Giants in um, Sydney. So I think that's a pretty tough start for the Hawks, to be honest. And if they can come out of that two and two out of those four weeks, I would be very happy if I'm a Hawthorne fan. Yeah. Um, the teams that had a that got a good draw for me were Geelong. Yeah. Playing all their games at GMHBA in yeah, Geelong. That's lucky. Um, first first three out of four in Geelong as well. You know they've got Carlton and Gold Coast in Geelong in those four weeks included. And also, I also like the Brisbane Lions draw. Um, the next four weeks of the season, they'll be playing at the Gabba. So they haven't had that before because they're usually traveling every, traveling every second week as an interstate side. Yeah. So I think it'll be a good it'll, it'll be a good chance for the Lions to bank some early wins. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty good, man. Um, cool. Do you want to get well? Um, do you want to get stuck into our predictions? Yeah. All right. Uh, predictions for twenty twenty. All right, so, so the top eight, we'll start with our top eight. So we'll start with uh, uh, each of our top eight. So I'll start first. Uh, my top eight, um, I've got the Tigers top, and they're going to be my premiers for 2020. 
coming off um, going back to back, coming off a premiership last season. They look pretty untouchable. Even that's that's me being a little biased, um, but <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. They're, they're, I got a superstar player called Dustin Martin, yeah, so you're, you're I can't, always I can't be too, I can't be too biased. Uh, got you're, awesome. you're always in the hunt of a player like that. Yeah. Uh, second, I've got uh, Eagles uh, coming uh, West Coast, but I don't know how they're going to play under this hub situations. But yeah, and then I got GWS coming off a flogging in the grand final last season. That was not a good plus, performance for the 80, Giants. Eighty plus point loss in the grand final, but. They've got, a, they've got the best roster in the AFL yeah, for me. Um, for sure. I feel like they're going to bounce back well. Uh, I've got the Pies 4. Yep. Uh, once again, they're in pretty good constant form here. Who knows what they could do? I'm, I'm predicting a top four finish for them, though. Uh, five, I've got the Lions. Um, got an awesome forward line at the moment. Uh, they look really... They've got a few games up at the Gabba. Um, yeah, they'll back a few wins there. Already, yeah, you know. uh, they, could, they could easily potentially finish in the top four. Uh, six, I got the dogs, the doggies. Uh, they're a bit of a little bit of a wild card. I, I feel like six is very potential for them. Uh, with a strong midfield, um, inside midfield, you got Bont and Pelly, who, uh, you got Dunkley, you got McRae. They're, yeah. they're a good side. Um, Great wouldn't midfield. go past them. Uh, seven, I got the D's, uh, coming off a pretty horror season last year. Um, I feel like there's something in the air about the D's. I've, Mm, that's a that's a roughy, but I like seven, it. I I just feel like with Gorn, with Gorn captaincy, it can make it a bit more fun for them playing around. Petrarca is looking in hot form. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, eight, I've got Freo, and the only Freo, reason I've, I like that. Yeah, it's yeah. A, that's our only reason I'm that's saying that's a smoky. I, I could have and honorable mentions by the way go to the Dons and uh, Port Adelaide as well. Yeah. But the only reason I'm putting Freo is because of five Spranley speech uh, last year. He's eager to win a premiership. Yeah. And I and um, he can't do it all himself. Though. Yeah, he can't do it all himself. And I feel like with a new coach, Long, uh, Longmuir. Yeah, he's from Collingwood. Yeah, so from, um, he has he'll know a good system. Coach. Yeah. Um, I feel like him bringing him in. Uh, they just, I think they got the team for it. I think they can make finals. Uh, it's a very stark competition at the moment, which is good to see. But I feel like with five leading the pack, I feel like they can make the eight. Yeah, I think they can get there. They can Not sneak bad. in. All right, uh, what's your top eight like? All right, so my top eight is pretty similar, but um, it's pretty standard as well. So yeah. I've gone top of the ladder, the West Coast Eagles, and yeah. they'll be my premiers this year. I feel like with Tim Kelly. Yeah, coming across yeah, from Geelong definitely, definitely. and a fit Nick Nat. Yeah, that's that's. I, also, ju- I just feel like they're going to go that extra step. That's also what put Cats out of my eight. Uh, Tim Kelly moving yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, I feel like, and I also feel like the hub situation won't bother them too much because they'll yeah. get games in Perth later in the year in a row, and that will keep them in good stead for the finals, and they'll be ready to go. Yeah, like, and I think. As spoken before on the last episode, Adam Simpson's keen. He's, he's yeah, competitive he's, about it. Yeah, he's, he's ready a competitive to go. Beast. Um, and I, I see them like winning most games in the Queensland hubs, maybe losing to Brisbane at the Gabba, but yep. the rest I see them winning quite comfortably because it's just a, a great side. They're a great side, yeah. Um, second, I had uh, Richmond. Mm-hmm. No words really to describe them. Reigning premiers, two out of the last three. Player, yep. Dusty Martin. Yacht. Lynch and Revolt in the fold line. I feel like the Tigers are going to be around the mark again because, you know, they're just a great football team. They're not, they're, yeah, they're very hot. There's not, <laughs> there's not many words that can describe them. Yeah. Um, third, I've got my boys, Collingwood Football Club. I feel like we've still got a we've still got a, one of the best lists in the competition. I feel like Grundy's about to hit his prime, even though he's still he's the best ruckman in the comp, in my opinion, at the moment. 
And I feel like Dugowie is ready for a monster season. I've seen him working out the last few weeks and he's been training really hard and he's looking very skinny at the moment. So it'll mm-hmm. be good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I feel like the Pies are a good chance Yeah, this season again. Um, in fourth, I got GWS. I've, you know, coming off a big monster loss in the grand final, still feel like they've got it in it. They've got it in them to go big, go that one step further this year. But I don't see it happening. I see them finishing fourth. They've got they've got the best list in the competition, but I feel like the three teams I put ahead ahead of them are just that little bit better. Yeah. Um, in fifth, I've got Geelong. Okay. So at the start of the year, I didn't really have Geelong in my eight. Mm-hmm. But I've just I've looked at the fixture now and seeing Geelong having all their games at GMHBA. Yeah, true, true. I feel like they're st- with their stars having a break. Dangerfield, Salwood, you know, getting Jackie Stephen in if he's okay mentally. I feel like they'll have a good season and win most of their games up at home, and I just can't see them finishing any below than fifth. Um, in sixth, I've got the Western Bulldogs. So oh, yep, nice. doggies didn't really start the season the way they wanted to after. Disappointing loss to Collingwood, but I still feel like they've got the list and the talent there. You know, two great recruits in Alex Keith and Josh Bruce. I still think they're not. I still think they're going to be up around the mark this season. Um, in seventh, I've got the Brisbane Lions. Um, I feel like the next four games in Brisbane is going to help them bank game, bank wins early. And I feel like even though they have a tougher draw near the end, I still feel like they'll sn- they'll sneak a couple of those games and finish seventh on my ladder. In eighth, I've got um, Hawthorne. Even though they've got a tough start, I still feel like they'll have easier matches later in the year. And with a coach like Alistair Clarkson and a Brownlow medalist coming back like Tom Mitchell, I still feel like they'll sneak in the eight and maybe do some serious damage in September if they get a good run at it. Nice. Um, good eight. My honourable mention was the Essendon Football Club. Yes, I mean. So I've got them ninth this year. They finished eighth last year. I know they've they're, they're getting a new game style together this season. They've got Carousella and Rutten from Richmond. Still feel like that's going to take a year to, for them to get used to. Fair enough. Yeah. And with no Joe Danaher going to be in the team for a while, I don't feel like there's a real key forward for Essendon yeah, to yeah, definitely. Do some real damage. Yeah, but then again, they're going to show um, aspects of Richmond's uh, game, game style. Play, game yeah, style. yeah. I just yeah. feel like it'll take a, a year or two to get yes. uh, up yeah, the top of the ladder. Yeah. yeah, nothing can. You can't get that instant gratification of yeah. bringing in just new head staff. I, I feel. Yeah, uh, but they're a team to look out for. Though. Yeah, Essendon, be- Essendon's always unpredictable. Like their best footy is good enough to beat anyone, but then their worst footy is just so inconsistent. And they they lose to teams like Sydney in Sydney, like they did last year. So it, it's. I know it's a tough one, but I still feel like the Bombers will win some games and be up and around their top eight. My Brownlow prediction this year will be Lockie Neal from the Brisbane Football Club. I feel like with Brisbane having those games at the Gabba early, I think that's going to be a huge factor of him winning the Brownlow. I feel like he's their best player. He's going to bank a lot of possessions, and I feel like the umpires will be on lookout for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, same with me. I, I've got Neal as um, the winner. I just, I feel like... The shorter season as well. Yeah, it's a shorter season, but my main takeaway is from his last season, first season at the Lions. Oh, it was his best season ever. Yeah, exactly. How many? He got 26 votes. 26 votes. First season at a new club. To do that, uh, it means only good things from here. I can only see him going up. I feel like he's going to end on a good 30-vote season this year, year, and I wouldn't um, definitely... 
uh, predicting him to and go all the way and win. And with that also, like I feel like Brisbane don't have a standout second best player. They've got a group of gr- good players, but they don't yeah. have a standout second best exactly. player. Yeah. I don't feel people going to steal players are going to steal many votes off Neil this season. Yeah, exactly. So I can the, only, see the, only, the only players are like um, exciting, like uh, small forwards, like probably someone like Charlie Cameron. Yeah, Hugh McCluggage on the yeah, wing. Yeah, McCluggage, Zorko. Like the standout superstar for that team has to be Neil. Yeah. And um, I can only say I'm getting a lot of disposals, a lot of um, play with the ball in hand. And I'm and to... the shorter season, the most consistent player is going to win it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, for the common uh, medalist this year, my prediction is uh, I got it. I got it either or here. I I feel like I could definitely go with the easy option and say Jeremy Cameron, easily the best forward, uh, key forward on that side. Probably on the best roster. I it only probably means he's going to get the most goals. Very straight shot. Uh, but I will go with a bit of an alternative approach as well. So I've got both options here. And I, I'm saying, it's something here, just going Josh Kennedy as well from the Eagles. Uh, superstar. Superstar has a lot of set shots every game. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's the a, second best player in the 2005 draft behind SP10, <laughs> the king himself. Yeah, he's a very hefty goal kicker. A lot of uh, very um, classy, typical key forward. Um, do you reckon Darling's going to be ahead of him though this yeah, year? Yeah, that's that's that was my only concern. That's why I could never put him as a definitive common yeah. medalist. Because Jack Darling, the last two years, has yeah, been outstanding. He's been outstanding. He's yeah, been exactly great right. for the West Coast. So Eagles. that's the only setback I see from him being a clear and outright common medalist. How about you, Matt? Um, well, I'm going the safe option. I'm going Jeremy Cameron. I just feel yeah. like he's the best forward in the competition by a country mile, mm-hmm. and yeah. So I reckon with the GWS good ball users in the team, I reckon. Get a lot of good easy goals from ten to fifteen meters out, and we've also got a surprise All Australian nomination. I'll kick things off with my um, nomination. It's it's a bit biased, but I don't think it is because Kane Corns did say he's the most a- over- underrated player in the AFL. I've gone with um, Braden Maynard from Collingwood. I feel like he doesn't get beat much one on one in that back pocket. He's tough. He's he's tough. He's fierce. He. He, he never gets beat. He d- does all the right things. And I just feel like... He's a bit of a sook as well. No, he's not. But I just feel like there's a, he could be an All-Australian this year. I don't think he will be, but I think it's it could be a little surprise if he is. Uh, yeah, I've got um, the recently appointed uh, West Coast captain, uh, Luke Shuey. I feel like he's... Oh, the, a good pick. Yeah, he's, I feel like he's the Bruce in the midfield and um, he's going to uh, strive and uh, lead his team into a definitely top four position. And we'll see some good uh, play out of him. Um, I feel like at the end of the season, he's going to... It's a shortened season as well. I feel like he's going to be... It's not a bad selection, actually. Like, yeah, I don't know... I don't too, mind it. I, to be honest, I don't know too much to say about it. Norm Smith will medalist as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. That's caught my eye as well. Uh, I feel like he's going to have a great season this year, um, leading the pack. And um, I can only see good things from him. So, yeah, um, that is my surprise All-Australian uh, pick. Not bad. For 2020. All right, sweet. Uh, well, this concludes this episode. Yes, um, that was a great episode, I remind you. I, I feel like we got through a lot in that episode. Yeah, I feel like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but that was much better than our first episode. I feel like our, our first episode had showed a lot of flaws and um, we weren't as articulate with our speaking. Uh, but this time we did a lot more in-depth research and I feel like it paid off dividends. Um, I also want to say thank you guys so much for watching our first episode. And yeah, thanks for the feedback good, as good, well. Giving yeah. us good feedback on mm. how we went and everything. Yeah, um, fuck, yeah, So awesome, man. Uh, sweet, number two out of the way. Let's, let's go. Thank uh, you guys for watching. Yeah, Bye. guys, once again, hope you enjoyed. Um, 
fuckers. Motherfuckers. All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.